0: Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello,
1: friends. The second and third voices of the 65th Psalm read, O thou that hearest prayer, unto thee shall all flesh come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. And thus, with a few vivid strokes of the pen, Israel's greatest king laid bare the human dilemma and laid his finger on the answer to sin's puzzle. The first verse quoted speaks the solemn truth that while there is a divine supernatural power that is both creator and sustainer of the universe, with everything in it, that omnipotent force is not simply abstract righteousness, unapproachable, supreme in his majesty, and an executor of absolute holiness regardless of human needs and foibles. The God who made us understands us as no other can, and willingly bends His listening ear to our prayers in His compassionate effort to share our lives and enter into our existence. But that information, often set forth in the Scriptures, is followed by the still more solemn reminder that we shall all stand before the judgment seat of God. And then the trouble with the human race becomes a topic, for David speaks for us all when he writes, "'Iniquities prevail against me.'" We may consider these words as a desperate cry of every soul trapped in the sinful body of a person living a life that daily defiles that soul, thus making it eligible for hell's condemnation. Each of our souls are captive to our own will and are powerless to prevent us from committing the wicked behavior that make them liable to being eternally lost. Sin is too strong for me, cries the soul, and yet they are me, me and not me. Mine, and yet somehow or other my enemies, although my children too strong for me, yet I give them their strength by my own cowardly and feeble compliance with their temptations, too strong for me in overmastering thee, though I pride myself often on my freedom and spirit when I am yielding to them. Mine iniquities are mine, and yet they are not mine. Me, and yet, thank God, they can be separated from me." The picture suggested by the words is that of some usurping power that has mastered a person so terribly that no escape effort can succeed. It is easy for us to underestimate the power of sins hold on us. We glide along easily with the tide and current, for instance of unhealthy sinful vices, until a doctor tells us change or die. Only when we turn to swim upstream do we recognize the force of the current's pull. It's the same with the passions of hatred, with biases, unlawful lusts. Turn your boat and start rying, rowing rather against the downstream pull, and see how quickly your muscles tire. How easy it is to make excuses not to change. How strong the tug of evil. Any honest attempt to build character ends with, My iniquities are too strong for me. And even should you be strong enough to quit entirely one form of evil that does not deliver you from evil. Moreover, when we do wrong, the judge within, which we call conscience, says to us three things. First, that is wrong. Second, you've got to answer for it. And third, you should be punished for it. That is the immutable law of all sin. There are no excuses in the divine economy that can exonerate us from the consequences of our own voluntary actions. Thank God, then, for the second clause in David's writing, for it contains the eternal hope of the entire human race, who all have come under the same condemnation. Sin, found sin too strong to be denied, sorely in need of an intercessor between each of us and God. David gives it to us, well, not developed in its fullness in the song he wrote for his fellow believers, for he knew nothing of the cradle and the cross, But still, pointing toward their dimly seen forms across the generations, as for our transgressions, thou shalt purge them away. The meaning of the phrase includes forgiveness and cleansing for past offenses, and also, thank God, an even deeper cleansing that provides the power through grace to stop the sin business. Have you talked to God today?
0: You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at g-o-d-s-f-i-v-e-minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.
2: The world is in chaos, you're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint, podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of for God's kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, This podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcasts produced by KNO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.